This episode of Right at the Fork is brought to you by Zupan's Markets. Four of them. Four. Well, I said this before and I'll say it again. Five of them. You've got West Burnside. You've got Southeast Belmont. You've got McAdam and Lake Oswego. But don't forget Zupans.com. Oh, that's true. Mm-hmm. I'm not forgetting that. The virtual store where you can go and find out about a lot of the products that you can find in a Zupans market. And the specials going on. And they are special. You know what I noticed last time I was in there? Was What's that? Their selection of local coffees. Oh, yeah. It's fantastic. Mm-hmm. Because I always like to have about five in my home right. in the morning to decide. So they have a great selection of coffees. The seafood is incredible. I got some shrimp cocktail the other day. Nice. Um, everything's great. We're, we're happy to have Zupans uh, sponsor us. The, everything that's the best of Oregon. And they, they've been here for 40 years. Over 40 years. Over 40 years. Yeah. And you won't find any market as local with roots planted as deeply as Zupan's in Portland. So we suggest if you shop there, keep going. And if you haven't, you need to stop by one of those four locations. Yep. West Burnside, Southeast Belmont, McAdam, and Lake Oswego. And again, the fifth one that I like to throw in, Zupan's.com. Back for another edition of Right at the Fork with your host, Chris Angelus from Portland Food Adventures. And uh, I'm Court Johnson. But I got to say, Chris, you're technically not even with us right now. You are <laughs> gallivanting across Spain. I'm Espana. A ho- I'm a hologram to you right now. Yeah. I don't actually exist. No, it's been uh, it's been months in the works, and you're uh, with a, a great group of people along with uh, uh, Jose. Jose Chesa. Yeah, Chesa cruising around uh, Barcelona. Barcelona, at this point in time, on this day, yeah. when this releases. I am in San Sebastian. Very nice. So we will have already been to Jose's family summer home to have a toast and work our way through Spain. And I would assume that if people follow you on Instagram specifically, you will have been posting pictures for your with your escapades. Right. At Portland Food ADV. Yeah. That would be it. And I didn't mention, Court, you're also, people can find you yeah, today, sure. yesterday, mm-hmm. tomorrow. On Kink Maybe. Mornings, uh, 101.9 Kink. Yep. You're there I'm every there. morning. Yeah. And you've been there since early, the, early this morning. Early this early morning. Early this morning when we recorded this, yeah, the whole we've thing. Yeah, we reached the point where I probably should stop talking. But no, we've got some. Uh, we've got a great guest today. But before we get to the uh, guests, a couple more uh, housekeeping things that we should mention. Yes. First of which is that you and I somehow have been selected as judges celebrity judges even uh, that was the first time i ever saw my name attached to the word celebrity yeah and i don't consider myself one but it was it was amusing. i on the hand i do you but... have you've had <laughs> your name i'm not comfortable with it but I've, i have had, i have seen that before yeah well in this day and age everybody's a celebrity right right so, anymore uh with reality tv and reality everything mm-hmm. so um but no really cool i've judged a few things before this one's going to be i think the one of the most fun things we'll ever judge. Sure. Which is Portland's Iron Chef competition on October 20th. Yeah. So they have limited seats available, only 350 seats. Okay. And um, and it benefits the Children's Relief Nurseries, um, and which helps fight child abuse and neglect. I don't know if you knew, but every eight minutes in Oregon, there's a report of child abuse or neglect wow. in the state of Oregon. Yeah. That's a lot. So it's too much. It's for a good cause. Yeah. I only have 350 seats. We got some great 
chefs participating, I think our listeners will surely know Aaron Barnett of mm-hmm. St. Jack, Andrew Rivera and William Coons from Ankeny Tap and Table, Chris Starkis from Ur- Urban Farmer, yeah. Jin Su Yang, uh, Ed, Ed, Edward Higgins from Ringside Grill, um, and Jin Su Yang's from Bamboo Sushi, who was the reigning champion. So um, I suggest uh, also John Newman from Newman's at 988 and Cannon Beach. Oh, nice. So um, I suggest everybody get out there, um, buy some tickets, and come watch us judge and yeah. see some great food. And I assume see some great cooking and assume have some great food. And too. we'll be posting a link to how you can purchase those tickets in our show notes where you can go in and and direct link to buy those tickets while they last. But as Chris mentioned, they are somewhat limited. Right. So you should probably hop on it. Right. Another quick thing, a reminder that you can uh, give us a ranking, a review, whether it be on iTunes or Stitcher, uh, that is always helpful for the podcast to uh, help in those crazy algorithms that they have. Uh, But if you subscribe through iTunes, which we recommend you do, subscribe. Uh, You can also rank, review, give us stars, don't give us stars, but uh, anything you do is beneficial. Make us celebrities. Yeah, there you go. Make us (laughs) us podcast celebrities. The thing is, I never wanted to be a celebrity. I I don't like what goes with it. So, no. but I enjoy doing this podcast. Mm-hmm. So whatever, whatever. And I think, to, I think uh, to me, uh, you know, and I, I, I don't want to throw this out too often that this is my favorite. But today's podcast with Earl Ninsom, uh, there was a moment in it, and I'm not going to say what it is, where the guy's gen, like the guy's just legit. He's genuine. Uh, he's like very thoughtful, and there's just this moment in it. And I'm not talking about the moment where you reference the place where you were conceived. <laughs> no, no. <okay. laughs> Thanks for which, bringing that which, up Which, by the again. way, if you're a fan of Somewhere in Time, there is a connection there. Am I right? Somewhere in Time? The, yeah. Yeah, the big Grand Hotel? The Grand Hotel, that That's was the place. the one from Somewhere in Time. I, I'm going to put, I have pictures. I'll post pictures up if I remember. Somebody remind me. Yeah. Uh, because I'll be doing this remotely, and usually I'm putting this stuff up on rightatthefork.com, yeah. and I will try with the time difference while I'm away. Sure. We'll we'll get it done at some point. You gotta make the, you gotta make it curl. But Corley. no, more important that yes, there was a wonderful moment yeah. with Earl. We've had a couple of moments. Yeah. Here we had one recently with Lisa mm-hmm. Broder. We had to stop the podcast, and another one uh, today yeah. with Earl. And uh, I, since I met him, he is just one of the most genuine, nice guys. I've been asking him to come on the podcast since we started it. Right. And I'm so glad that he did. And while I was sitting here, you and I were just talking about referencing liking doing the podcast i love doing this podcast today yeah well and i like all of them but this one i was sitting there going this is so cool i love this and uh earl is just a genuine nice guy and has been so successful yeah but it's it's so humble about it yeah and and he gets into his background a little bit but he's worked in construction worked for coca-cola doing did some marketing for coca-cola and even had some in the textile world so he what does he say he touched um, he touched Walmart in the textile industry and also Disney. Yeah. And uh, he also worked at a, as a merchandiser for a casino group, Group Casino with an mm. E. Um, and uh, actually, no, that's a retail store in France. Casino. Yeah. No, we, didn't get to, we didn't get to all this. We went over. I've, I've been to those casinos. That's what they're called. Yeah, that's what they're called. Yeah. Group Casino. Yep. And he traveled extensively in Southeast Asia and France. And he's been in a lot of factories and so forth the guy's done a lot and he's he's succeeded he's failed he's learned from his failures by the way i don't think we mentioned yet that you'll know earl from um some of portland's most lauded restaurants right now starting yeah. starting 
with uh, Padi and Longbon mm-hmm. and Hot Yai and soon to be Kim Jong's Smokehouse yeah, in, in the market. Mm-hmm. So, um, and so all great places that are everybody everybody loves, and you see a lot about them. So, um, and everybody loves Earl. I don't know anybody who doesn't like Earl. Right. So, and I just met him and I love him. Yeah, exactly. Right at the Fork is supported by Upserve. Upserve is the cloud-based restaurant management system serving up everything you need to know to run a smoother operation and exceed guest expectations. It's your restaurant. Run it like you mean it with Upserve. Visit Upserve.com to request a demo today. Tell them you are a Right at the Fork listener and get special pricing. The Chew Dining Club. Chew Dining Club gives you rewards and intel from Portland's best restaurants. Check in at participating establishments and you'll get rewards you want, like free pizzas, beverages, and extended happy hour deals, plus exclusive information and invites to fun food events. Chew. Find it on iTunes or Google Play. Leanne Bach of M Realty. Choosing the right realtor can make or break the buying or selling experience in real estate. Leanne Bach is in tune with the ever-changing Portland landscape especially as it pertains to our food and restaurant world. Why not work with someone who's in step with you? Find Leanne at LeanneBach.com. L-E-A-N-N-E-B-A-C-H.com. And by Zupan's Markets. Unsurpassed quality from the best meats and wines to the freshest baked goods, flowers, and craft beer, emphasizing locally sourced items. Zupan's has been inspiring food lovers and local chefs for over 40 years with the very best Northwest bounty in Portland. West Burnside, Southeast Belmont, Southwest McAdam, and Lake Oswego. Zupan's Markets. Love your food. Hello? Yeah. We've got Earl. <laughs> Earl, you sound great. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks for uh, coming by because I know you have a lot of spare time. So this is you yeah, just looking totally. for something <laughs> extra to do. Right, exactly. This is one of the especially busy week for. It's always a busy week. I mean, how many? What do you got going on now? You have your tentacles in how many things? <laughs> no, this is this week. So tomorrow we have an event at Langban for like back room Asian dinner. Mm-hmm. So I've been running around doing errands, and yeah, that's a lot of stuff to do for for this week. Are you doing night market? No, 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 not this year. Uh, they were asked to do the sandwich, but. I don't think I'm good at it, so I just say it. Oh, come on. You I, know you'd be good at it. Just, I told them I can't do it because I don't want to make like bad food for people. <laughs> so, yeah, so <laughs> that, I canceled that There's one. where you draw the line, good and bad food. I'm not uh, going to do bad. Yeah, it's, it's, I mean, it doesn't make sense for me to, to make like people pissed. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't think you would. You're, you're one of the most humble people I've met since I've been here. <laughs> Thank you. And uh, I had that impression when it was a few years ago. Probably, how long ago, Joe? It was well. How long ago? Do you remember when we did the right, event right, with you? That right. was three, four years About ago now. Three something at least. Right. It was before Long Bond because you hadn't opened right, it yet. Right, you were right. just thinking about it at the time. Yeah, what's, I was planning about it, and I was like not sure yet what's going to be. Yeah. What sparked you for Longbon? Was it the space that was there, and what do we do with the space? Or had you had the idea it's, a long time ago, and then the space made sense? Well, it's everything. It's like slowly, gradually become something that's like I didn't pl- exactly plan for, but it's come together somehow. That's like 
Yeah, it's just it just happened. <laughs> well, I planned for something, but I didn't plan exactly the way it is. I planned that I wanted to build the back room. Well, it started from like I saw the space in the back. It's like it looks so bored. I want to do something with it. So I just like did some remodel. I did some construction before. So like okay, I want to make this pretty. I want people to sit here in the back. Like one make them feel like sitting at home or something like that. Like the place that I want to be sitting at. And this came out really, really well. And then we, at that time, we got a really good, like chef from Thailand that's just like joining me could come to cook together. It's like okay, I wanted to do something with her. She's super talented. Where did I, you find her? And pronounce her name for me because oh, I don't want to do it incorrectly. Rat- Rasami. Rasami. That's what Rasami, I thought. Yeah. Who's got? I think the most beautiful smile in the yeah, city yeah, of Portland. Yeah. <laughs> she when, is, she, yes. when she smiles, the whole room lights up. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, she's 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 special. She's she's really, I mean, she's talented. Yeah, she learned from her experience and she like remember and she adapted. She's. Do you think Longvon would be where it is today without her? Mm, no, no way. It might never happen. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So she she gets a lot of the credit for it. Yeah, she does. She does. So I come. I have a whole idea, and I just like I add this food. I. Like I know what I wanted to be doing, and it might not be as good if we didn't have her. Like from the beginning, it could be something like that, but not as good. So she helped make it better. And, and did you anticipate when you opened Longbon that it was going to be the hit that it is? Um, yes. A little bit, a little bit. For so the food that, that I was planning to do, I kind of like food that I think I couldn't find anywhere in the city, at least. And then look around the country, like there's no way, there's nobody else doing this kind of food, and it's super good. And why can't we do it? <laughs> why isn't anybody else doing it? I mean, it's not like there's a dearth of type. Ta- People who came here from Thailand, there are a lot of Thai restaurants. Right. Why are you able to do something that nobody else is doing? Um, I think it requires a lot of like skill, experience, and knowledge, and like research. So I like most like when I first started working in a restaurant, people just doing the same thing. If I started in LA, so I work with my cousin, and their restaurant is like most restaurants are doing pretty similar food before and then I get bored and come back here come up here and it's like Thai food in Poland about 16 years ago it was it was Americanized Thai food which is pretty pretty normal here and I was like oh then like after working in this industry for a while I just realized that I don't want to be eating this food I wanted to make, make the food I want to be eating but but one would think that there are a lot of people like you who would notice that and say, look, I don't want to do this Americanized. Well, thing. yeah, right, right. It's like it's me. Cause like I did that when for so it's when when I opened my first family restaurant, I was playing safe. I was like, okay, I'm gonna do what I know what I'm doing. So I opened the restaurant after a year. I'm super super not happy. Like, <laughs> super in front of that uh, as the adjective yeah I was like oh I don't want to do this I want to make the food I want to be eating and like we like families so 
brother sister mother like sometimes we just like uh we don't get along i was like okay when when this happened it's like i would want to walk away and do something on my own and and how old were you then so that was huh about um almost that's 2009 so i was 30 i believe yeah that's um, almost 30 or 30 something um so i like decided i wanted to do a restaurant that's i want to be eating and then the restaurant that's nobody else doing it yet in the city so we opened misen back in 2009 it's a noodle shop a small noodle shop and i didn't have any money <laughs> but i have a goal <laughs> so i have uh, i have a honda accord that i i got the old one i bought for my friend for a couple thousand dollars so i saw that one put the money in borrow some money from my brothers some of my wife's friends and i i just believe that I, i can do it so it took a honda accord and yeah. and good friends Yeah, yeah, and I got a good friend, and yeah, yeah. So the recipe to a to a great thing. Yeah, I like think that. everybody. That's why. That's why I drive yeah. a Honda. How, do you think I could <laughs> start? I want to start a business. Right. They started right. a restaurant up with a Civic. <laughs> Might be a better one. <laughs> it's 2008. It's got some miles. I, I don't, don't know. know. <laughs> you know, you got two guys here. Aren't going to attempt to better you. That's for <laughs> no. sure. Do you think, um, as you talk about this uh, food that you would eat? Um, is do you, are, do you think these other places aren't doing that because they're they've been told? Oh, that's too fancy for me. That this authentic Thai, or it's just—I want the watered-down American version. I think that's well, why they're doing it. As couple things, I believe, it's like you, somebody may never done this before, so it's gonna take them a lot of time to be able to figure certain things out. Right, and then I think if stuff is not good, I think they want to do it too. Um, for us. Um, So I know. So when we first started, I know that I make certain things very, mm-hmm. very good, and I wanted to do that. And then when I have my chef with me, I know that she can do certain things really, really well. So we start with what we done well, what we tasted, and we like it a lot, and we pretty certain that people would want to eat this. Mm-hmm. And then after that, so and then we didn't wanted to stick with one menu all the time, right? So. Because that's not a Thai restaurant in the East Coast that's still a testing menu that, that pretty much stick with one menu all the, all the time, I, I hope. That was yes. my experience, and it was long ago. I remember my first yeah, Thai. Yeah. And I, well, yeah, in, in another restaurant in D.C., they do a testing menu before us. And, and I, I have an idea, but then I just thought, okay, they already done it. It's like, I don't want to do the same thing like they did. I want to do something that's like better. Well, besides 3,000 miles away, no one knew. Then. Well, well, but that's a good. That's right. good to that's, to want to better right. it, right? And it's it's just the goal of like, I wanted to do the best food that I can with the with the least sauce that I have. So right. let me ask you this, because when you open, and so I don't know if you were getting there to Padi, right, know, right, the, the opening of that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, um, in 2000. 10 I got miserable again after after I I worked at Misen for a year. I was like, well, I'm not happy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, totally. It's like, oh yeah, I'm working every day. Like this a day off, half a day off that I like doing some paperwork. Um at like maybe at last couple months of like I decided to before I decided to start, it's like I stop in have an hour and then I go back home like I'm bored. I don't want to do this. 
And when you were a single guy then? No, no, no. Right? I, have, I, have, I, have, I, have, I have a girlfriend. I have a girlfriend. At that all, point? Yeah, all the time. All the time. Yeah. Oh, all the time. All okay. time. So she, she was like, she was in New York. She came back. She went to school here in PSU. She studied um, uh, her, her field of psychology, something. Yeah, she did she did. help you? Um, <laughs> actually, she she did. She kind of like helped make like remind me of like doing keep like to be able to do thing longer than a year. That's 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 my like. You're too anxious. Weakness. Too anxious. My weakness. You want to get a no, done? no, no. It's not. It's not anxious. It's just like after. So I worked in a um, retail or worked in important sport for for a while for three years, but. After six months, all oh, things getting in getting into a circle, so I started getting bored and bored and bored. I was like, mm, even though it's like I'm pretty, I'm take, I took care of everything and make sure everything is done right. It just when things starting getting to circle, I was just like, hmm, I want to do something else. <laughs> I want to learn something new. It's like it's like the attitude of like, I don't want. Uh, it's not that I can't do it. I can't still doing it. It's just like, I don't know where is this going. So let me ask you this. We'll come back to this point right. in time. But was there something in your childhood where you were a restless child? Were you always looking for something? <laughs> no, kind of no, no, no. What kind of things did no, you like doing really, as a kid? I was really disciplined. My mom raised me really, really well. She, so we, it was just your mom? Yeah, my dad. So we, we grew up um, in a middle-class family. So my mom was a teacher, and we were like she's raised up really, really disciplined. So I. And what does sister, that mean? Explain um, So in Thailand, you're allowed to hit your kids. It's not like here. So when I, if I did something wrong, I would be like, my mom would look at me, and I might like she might slap me just a little bit, just to like remind me of not doing that, kind of like that. So I, it was. Super disciplined until until I finished. I almost like starting my middle school, so she stopped. So everyone is already like know what. So everybody's been slapped in Thailand. Is that no, 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 not everyone. I think my just just my family. So my and mom, it was okay, and it's it still is, no, is no, it she, still she, okay she, to this day in Thailand? It's things not like at all? she wanted to hurt us. No, she, I understand right. that, but I, I yeah, it's, it's still it's still it's still it's still okay. It's not like that's not like a law. Yeah, you can't go to jail like you would in this exactly. country. For, so right, so that's that's what I grew how I grew up. So she was a teacher. She has certain. Like aspect of doing things, so she she raised us three of us by herself mostly because my my dad was in the construction and he was in Middle East most of the time and he came back when we were in we started like I start my middle school so my dad came back and he like came to work in the construction field and she like he's always working basically he always working and at a certain point he get like he opened his own business and we make like he become we become a little wealthy sort of for not so long for maybe two years and the crisis hit in in thailand so the company went down i think i still was in college and but the good thing was my mom's always sent me to work since like i was super young like i was in 14. I was at 14 years old. My mom sent me to do construction work on my summer break. So I kept doing that. 14? Yeah, yeah. And that's not, you, were, you a, were you a little guy at 14? No, no, no. I was tall. I was, I was like almost six feet. 
Wow. Yeah, I was six feet. Oh, I actually play a youth youth professional basketball league back back in the day. Like I'm pretty good at it. Really? And I just like stop. <laughs> let's let's do some one on one. I was gonna say, but what? The, you two? I'm too, I'm too fat now. So. <laughs> well, if he's too fat, then I right. then I guess we call it all off. <laughs> so so yeah so. <laughs> uh, well, actually, we were talking, you were going to the development of Padi, or oh, okay. what led so, you to yeah, Padi? Because, because I was raised, this very discipline, like it's completely different. That's the way I was get got bored every year. Um, there's a point before, before Padi, I just like study a little bit. Um, so there's a point that I have to, to like get into a college. And my mom didn't want to pay for an, like a private school, an expensive one. So I have to take an exam yet to be able to get in. And I was super lazy. I just play basketball all the time. I was like, okay, if I don't get in, I'll be studying at super... And is this here or there? No, no, there. Back in, in, in Bangkok, okay. yeah. I would be studying in a very not super good college. So I decided I before I go to like Paxis, I have to read so i've been stu- uh, studying for maybe two months before the exam so i, I can get in so i realized that okay if you like be able to educate yourself you know something you can like you have enough knowledge you can be able to like pass and get in and do something so i kind of like realized that if i study if i read i can be good as well i was i wasn't super good before i mean super no, not smart or because i was lazy <laughs> But I always like working. That's 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 compensate that. But you like basketball. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, I I used to play a lot, and now I I'm, like work do, a lot, so I don't really. Do you follow it here? Yeah, I go to the game. I took my wife and kid to to watch the game. They they love it. They really like it. Yeah, they're like, oh, when I said game, let's come back. We're gonna need to go watch the Blazers again. Like, yeah, of course. Oh, cool. Yeah. Um. So that's that's one thing that's like that I kind of noticed that if I study, if I read, I'll be better at something. I'll have enough knowledge. I have a, I think I have a pretty okay memories, memories thing. So I I understand like what it is that the book textbook trying to tell me. So what what kind of things were you studying? Oh, I I was in a business school studying marketing. So I was okay at that point. Did they have the Yelp section on there? How to, how to <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> if, if that was Yelp 20 years ago, then they might. They might. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you've gotten good at it. Anyway. Yeah. So after college, um, my mom sent me to, to to California to save my cousin. That's that's how I like get into a, a restaurant business. And so was that her choice or yours? No, her. So what was that? What was the reason for that? Uh, Opportunity or just I don't I don't uh, want to slap you anymore. So <laughs> I don't really remember. Maybe because um, the first time that I was here was when I was sixteen. That my mom like we we start our own business. That like I told, and my mom take like sent three of us to Michigan for like an exchange student trip. That she like gave her money and then sent us for somewhere. Just to like learn about the country. Where in Michigan? Grand Lapin. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Grand Lapin. 
So I don't know much about Grand Rapids. If you mentioned Detroit or, or further north, or Grand <laughs> Rapids, we're, we're Grand on the Rapids. mitt. We're on the mitt. We're on right? the hand. Yes. You 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 from you know that? No, area. I just I just know I, I just know people are like, where are you from, Michigan? And they always put out their There's little mitt. There's a couple mitt. people that this town that's from from Michigan, right? Uh, Eric Van Van He also from Michigan. Mm. I was conceived there. Yeah. He, that much I know. Yeah. He's, All right. <laughs> <laughs> Way back when I went back to visit it, it was I was like the salmon going back to the scene of wow. the. Uh, but Just, Mackinac Island, have you ever been to Mackinac Island? Did no, you, no, that? I don't really remember a lot about that city because it was I was like it was almost twenty years ago. Right. Yeah, I'm. I'm too. Do you have any desire to go back to Michigan? I I would love to. I still have like my host family. That's two host family that's still still there. Have they followed your progress? No, no, do they no, know no, what, no. Do they know what's no. up with you now? No, 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 no. We kind of lost contact. I mean, contact after I like, went back to Thailand, like back then. We, oh, we get in touch get... a little bit and just like. They should know what you're doing. They got to come out and eat the food. <laughs> no, my, step, my step's brothers back then, when I, I know when I was 20, uh, he was playing like pro best volley. Yeah. Oh, nice. Super awesome. Like, hey, whoa, I know something. There's, there's someone to challenge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, so back to party. So, um, but when you came to Los right. Angeles, did you speak English or was it? A little bit. So that's that's part of uh, the thing that I have to do in the restaurant too. So I don't speak much English. I don't. I I I love speaking English. I love listening to it. I just couldn't understand a word, like when American people are speaking. I can speak with Thai people. I was like, hey. <laughs> I was speaking American Thai. Right. So just like the food was American, yeah. it was Americanized Thai. You were speaking Thai, Thaiized American. Right. Exactly. So the my my cousin would have me done everything like that's not customer related first until they can. Realize that I understand that I can speak some English, but actually, actually, we, they don't really speak much English in California, in, in Los Angeles either. We have to speak like Spanish. Oh, you had to learn a couple of words. Right, right. So I can <laughs> I, I have to actually memorize the Spanish words for ordering stuff and like for Thai food, like memorize it. <laughs> wow. Yeah. So right. yeah. So I did. Do you use that much now? You don't need it. You don't need it here. Uh, not here. Not here. I. I can't use it. I can't understand when people ordering stuff and Thai restaurant. That's it. Yeah, back then. Yeah, that's how I learned. <laughs> like, All right, so get us to Padi. Oh, because that was my first knowledge. Right, right. Um, so after I'm got miserable with me saying I'm just like, okay, I'm, I'm done. I wanted to like not be involved anymore. So I sold that to my friend, and then I got in a car accident. And I was like, got. Like I have a plan that I wanted to do something else, like, and I got a plan. So I got in contact. Then I got some uh, concussion and back pain. So everything's bad. Go, that's happened. That's happened. And I have a partner that's like he actually like they actually really encourage like like doing something new, doing something that's we want to be happy doing it. That's that's part of the reason why I I stop. Um, me sent to like I'm not happy. I wanna be happy doing thing. Which I don't know like what's the answer back then, like why I'm not happy. And then after a while, um my wife would tell me later. <laughs> she she kinda she kinda see what's going on and she's like, mm, keep quiet and just like after 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 things getting into a good place she will like tell you like she tell me. 
So we stop me and we like think of what's it's not like not what people is not done yet in the city, in the city at least. So we come up with like a childhood memory food um, idea. So the menu is like based on what I grew up eating in school, what I like after school, kind of like that. And try so, to so the Thai peanut butter and jellies, the the, exactly. the, the version of yeah. peanut butter and jelly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's that's what. I had that at Nomad last night, by the way. Right. He serves a peanut butter and jelly from did, his childhood did they, with did Wonder they Bread. Did use, like, a liquid nitrogen to... No. In front it of you? It was a no. tiny little what? loaf of, of Wonder Bread. How did they miss that? Get out here. Yeah. <laughs> and they, they had they had the nitrogen going on somewhere else and some delicious pe- soft peanut butter right. and jelly. That's, it was kind of cool. Anyway, I digress. Those, those, I'm those, sorry. Those two are super... They super are. Awesome. I mean, super talented. It was a fun experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, I, no, I forgot again. <laughs> well, I was. well, we were talking about the food that you had as a child. That's what right, you wanted to do at right. Pradi. So, yeah, that's that's how we come up with the menu. And um, so we didn't want to do this basic um, food that we can do that everybody else is already doing. Um, so the menu is really differentiated from other Thai restaurants um, in the city, at least. And that was some nice space. So you must have had some decent money to get in there, no, right? No, no, no. Well, I saw, I saw, I saw my business, right? Right. Okay. So I have a little bit to invest in it, and um, it's actually f- it's success. The first night was super success. We did well, and then a couple of weeks after we opened, I got in the Kaizen again. Oh no! Yeah. So I was hit on the passenger side, and I was like concussion. So things like starting to get better, and then think. Oops, it wasn't like, a Honda, was it? <laughs> yeah. It well, <laughs> <laughs> actually, yeah. Well, yeah. Um, so I was like, I was ready to like let go of things. I couldn't do anything. Really, much. that's frustrating. You're yeah, you're yeah. in a fr- This is, sounds like we're building to a wonderful lesson for people. Yeah, yeah, you yeah, were yeah. down and out then. Yeah, I was like. Super and you frustrated. Just opened. You got you had a lot on the line. You yeah, can't yeah, just... yeah. I was like, mm. and we we did a lot of mistakes too. We we hired so many people that we couldn't afford to to start with. And like when once payroll was coming, when it's, when we saw it, it's like um, it's more than what we made, and then plus tax and everything. So we're losing money, and we I think we. Been losing money at least for two months. That uh, losing a lot of money. When I losing money, I mean, that's we so we have enough reserve, and we losing so much money. And then that's how my families came to help. My mom would come. We said, and it's like, tell me, it's gonna be okay. We gonna support you. Um, that's make me realize that. Okay. Yeah. No. Everybody should know you. You pause. There's a reason you pause. You get a little emotional there. <laughs> yeah. So it's made me realize that I can get this done. Yeah. Mm, and no matter what happened, I'll, I'll make it work. So did they all come and start working in the restaurant? Is and who was it? Oh. Um, later on, when after two months, so we have to let go of a lot of people because we couldn't afford them. 
and I couldn't work as much because I was just in a car accident. And I was lucky enough that there was um, one, two, three, three Thai cooks. That the restaurant, the restaurant just closed down because of labor law. That they, 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 so they came to apply for a job, and we hired them, and they turned things from like front to back. That's when I realized that okay, what did we do wrong? How oh, how did this group of people make it? Right, make it better, make us like stable without losing. Stop, stop breathing. Making. How long did that take from mm, for you to realize? Anyway, so was it was it overnight or was it? No, no, no. It takes time. It's, everything takes time. So we dripped out the first, first. So first three months we kind of like going down, and then the f- fourth month after we opened, we start getting better after they they join us so yeah it's getting getting better and better and better until at one point that those people have to leave because they have to go help their families work in their family restaurants so so you had to learn yeah yeah. you had to study and and apply it and not just exactly sit back and watch them no no, you were never sitting back i didn't mean to apply that no no i understand yeah i i kind of i try to learn all the aspect of Operating restaurant. When when I have a good staff that can take care of the back of the house, they can cook. I make sure that they have everything. I go there, check check on them, testing, and then I go out to the front. So I work front of the house to make sure that everything's good, everything's okay. All right, you're a small business owner. You own a restaurant. You're great at what you do, which is making great food. But when it comes to managing the restaurant, that's probably the last thing you want to think about. Uh, it usually is. Yeah. And by the way, even if they want it, even if someone wants to think about it, right. it's tough to do. It's tough to do, which is why <laughs> Upserve is here to help you. The industry's largest and most comprehensive cloud-based restaurant management system. You know, there are already 8,000 restaurants across the country using Upserve's analytics and point-of-sale solutions to run a smoother operation and something that's really important exceed guest expectations. That's right. And it will also help you figure out what menu items are driving repeat business. Uh, you can also measure your staff performance, all sorts of things available in Upserve that will help you know how to manage your restaurant in a better way. So if you go to upserve.com, you can see a little video there that gives you an overview of what they do and certainly find out a little more detailed information. And as you do that, be sure to mention Chris and Court and they'll give you the reduced pricing as you check them out. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. That's something we can do for everybody. That's right. Upserve.com. So when I met you, actually I met you, the, I was about, it had a, this would be the anniversary because it was over some feast tickets, I Ex- remember. Yeah, exactly right, right. But when, when we started talking about doing an event, the thing mm-hmm. that impressed me the most there were a lot of things that impressed me, but you were supremely humble because at the end of our conversations, you would have had me believe that you had very little to do with the restaurant. You were always giving everybody else the credit for how well the restaurant was doing. And, and there was a point I was like, does Earl actually cook? <laughs> and, and you did, but you were, you've always been um, extremely gracious to those people who have made your restaurants run, you realize you can't do it yourself. You, exactly. And you already mentioned that with Longbon. Right. So I, I cook, I can, well, I was, I was, I was cooking when, since I was eight years old, actually. So my mom sent me to the market. 
she trained me to cook. I have to help her. So that's how I learned how to cook. And then when I go visit my grandma, I help them cook and do something as well. That's that's how I learned how to cook. So I I and I can test things. Like everybody can test things. And if I would make the food that I like eating, and I I really I'm, I I was the fat kid, so I was I eat a lot. I eat like different like weird stuff back in the day, so I can. So are you the general determiner of, of at your restaurants on what you think is good yeah, yeah. or isn't, or is it a group decision? No, Will, can someone I, say, I like that, and you realize, well, everybody has a different palate, so. Mm, well, you sh- is well, it for your party, I create everything, I taste everything, and I really want to okay. that way. Same thing with. Sometimes my cook would come up with something, if I know I would taste it, and I said that this is good, we can do it. And when we first started Langban, um, the first year, for me and last me we each so I touch her palate I taste her food like every time and, and and she always like she has she 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 think before she do things that's that's how that's how she like make everything work so she think and she understand what she's doing um so I can trust her when when she does anything when she cook anything so we each come up with something and build that as a menu we just know that's where are we going with that how long does it take to to build uh the new monthly menu uh <laughs> the first well honestly the first year um we took two days yeah for the new one <laughs> two, days, two days before <laughs> That was, so that probably harkens back to your school years, getting everything done the last, copying the yeah, homework. Yeah, that's 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 like how I I grew up, like last minute. Mm-hmm. Was, uh, we, we'll we'll figure it out. We we always figure it out. That's it's bad. It's not, I'm not recommending. <laughs> no, it's but it, it worked out. It, you it works out, out because right because we have in we we have knowledge and we have skills, and we know what we're doing. So I I trust her. She trusts me. And that's that's how. So that's now, how long does it take? How much, and, and is uh, it because now, you're more organized? Now we have or? we have a really good team. We have an, one four other cooks at Langban that's 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 helping. So they actually encourage us to start building. I mean, start make planning a menu like a lot in advance to make it easier. <laughs> To make my life easier, which is which is a really really smarter thing to do, because you, then you can test thing more, you can adjust thing better, you can improve thing better, easier. So what you're essentially saying is that um, Longbond so, is way is much better than it was when it first opened. You've improved yeah yeah quite a right bit. now it is that especially this month is super 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 good. Okay. Yeah. The problem with that is I would have had to have made a reservation <laughs> five, six months ago to be able uh, to test that. I can't. Well, people cancel all the time. Yeah, like, no, that's I s- true. I saw, I saw, I saw cancellation every every day. Like people would cancel a day before, a couple of days before. So there are opportunities, and I've actually had reservations, and I couldn't make it because you know you make it so far in advance, and I right. And yeah, you guys are gracious enough to add a new name to the <laughs> reservation list, so I've been able to treat. Friends, just to a reservation. It's been right? it's yeah, been that's, nice. That's a fun. we didn't we didn't plan it to be this way. We just wanted so uh, on my perspective, it's like we want to make best food that we could, and the system that we use is affordable. That's 
like the reservation system that we use is affordable. We used a couple of systems before. Um, one like charged by a person like head, so they book charge a dollar per person. So if we did like sixteen thousand, I mean sixteen, I mean sixteen hundred people a month, it would be sixteen hundred dollars, which is so much money. Yes, that's uh, a lot for reservation. Yeah, we didn't want to lose. And that. then what happens with cancellations? And then you pay so, again when someone re, re. So you could right end up with more dollars right. so than we, seats. So we found a, a system that's that's fit well with with us. That's we don't have to pay that much money. It's Yelp, right? Yeah, Yelp. actually, actually they they provide a. Um, good solution for us. Like we only pay flat land, ninety nine dollars a month or something. So mm. it's like what we save fifteen hundred a month on this. And That's a pretty nice savings over a year. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. That'll buy you a Honda, right? <laughs> in, th- in three months, you get a second hand one, and, and maybe maybe <laughs> a self driving Honda at some point. You do that. <laughs> By the way, I'm selling my Civic. I just wouldn't th- th- hop in here okay. and say we're not. I didn't know you had a Civic. Yeah, I've, I've I've had a Civic Civic every day since probably ninety ninety eight. I've had a Civic. Sell the Civic and buy a new one because the new one. No, is don't, awesome. don't don't buy a new one. Yes, I'll sell it, invest it. Right. No, I know. Right. I you sit on them long enough, then yeah. the resale it's un, it's unbelievable. Yeah. Well, <laughs> I'm I've got that with my Element, but I love the new Civic. I'm like waiting for the hatchback. I'll have to check those out. <laughs> um, anyway, I'm sorry, but, no, 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 sorry. <laughs> but I like Earl's advice. Don't no, don't you, get another one. Sell it and invest it. No, and, uh, I just, yeah, I'm taking that advice. In, maybe in right. your. So now it's, that's that's car to go. You can just like. Use the app and just get a car on the corner. Yeah. Is it too late right, for yeah. court? To, is it too late for court to invest in, no, in John Smokehouse? Can he do that? Oh, that I'll sell the Civic to, <laughs> to one, use it to invest. That one will be will be. I think this spot is gonna be interesting to see how it can grow. Like the food is 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 better than I. It it's a be. pretty interesting mix. Those yeah, two yeah, guys. yeah. So and you, it's three, three. Right. Um, so they, so BJ and Han come together and do this for. I asked, I, I asked. The, so I approached Han. That's if he wanted to do something, and he like he he's pretty passionate guy. He wanted to grow. He wanted to like be involved. So he came back to me maybe two weeks after I approached him. That's okay. He's bringing BJ with this project. I was like, okay, that sounds good. I actually um, kind of thought of what would make sense to be in that spot. So either smoke meat. That was actually the original idea before uh, that for the market that I before I start common law. It's like I wanted to do smoke meat, and I went to a spot in San Francisco, and then I really like it and wanted to do it here, and then I didn't know how to do it, so I couldn't do it, and then somehow Han talk to BJ and BJ is interested to be involved so it's become um, Korean and smoked meat together which gonna be a good uh, little place in Pine Street so um, I know it's been a, it's been some uh, some growing pains at, at Pine Street I was yeah, I yeah, ran yeah. into Ken Forkish the other day right. and he was talking about some of the challenges he's had with trifecta annex there I mean yeah. I love it court and I went there the pizza's great yeah. I stop and get yeah. those croissants, right. but um, but he's learning as he go. You know, this is a yeah, guy's experienced restaurateur. He's, right. That space is everybody's, different. Everybody's super talented and in that space. Everybody has a lot of experience, but everybody beyond doing this the first time. So 
So we kind of like learn by experience of what happened. If we did this, what happened? We did that. We should just probably point out because we can't assume that all listeners know what we're talking about. Right. We're, we're talking about Pine Street Market, which is uh, what? What do you? What would you call it? It's a dining hall with about with how many different restaurants? Nine. Nine collective. And um, all successful places that have right, great reputations. Yeah. yeah, like uh, Barista's down there, Barista. and Salt and Straw has their whiz bang. Right, Kiel has Juice Bar, Ken has his trifecta, and yeah, so OP, if you like, right. If you like Ken's Maru pizza, Chien. you can go down and get a slice there mm-hmm. anytime. Right, right. So it It's a little different, though. It's a different pizza than Ken's artisan It is. Pizza. It is different. different oven. He used the wood one at... Cans and then this one he can't because of the limitation of his. But he just put in a new oven and he's exactly. really excited about so, it. So yeah, it's it's super cool. I don't really know what it is, but it, it looks super cool. Yeah, well, <laughs> he was. I just ran into him the other night and uh, the other morning, and he was really excited about it. But also, John Gorham's there. Right, right. right? right. So um, and uh, he's got two spots there. He, he yeah, he does has two spots. And Olympic provisions, so it's like the all stars of Portland. Mm-hmm. There. Right. Yeah. So we all. I mean. Work with all this collective group kind of teach me a lot of things, a lot of way successful people is doing things. Like then when I see this problem, someone would come up with some idea of how to solve it. It's like investing in a business and then you learn something from a smarter people, smarter group of people who, who already have best this. Like and everybody's problem. learning from each other too. Exactly. So it's like a, yeah, we, it's we like all, a think tank. Is it a think other. tank? Or it do is. you guys informally just catch each other? Or do mm-hmm. you actually, mm-hmm. is there a mechanism for all of you to go, hey, let's get together and have a monthly, uh, ha- have some drinks and figure mm-hmm. this out? There were, there were a meeting, a lot of meeting before that I couldn't attend because I was opening Haja at the same time. And I was having a like, health issue. So I, I let my other partners just like attend all this. And I let him decide everything, and I just like saw the email. I read it. I like so see what's going on. See how people react with certain thing, and kind of like understand and realize it. Like, okay, this happened. He does that. This happened. This does that. So I kind of learn from from how they solve the problem, which is fun. Right, but in the, in the end, that common law. So what was the, what was the problem with? Uh, why why didn't it make it there? It's the same problem that I had when I first opened party. So it's, it's a combination of a lot of things. Um, uh, then we didn't have enough experience. Um, people doesn't know what they are getting into as well. So basically it didn't work out. And we just decided we would rather like do something else. That makes sense. That's going to make it sustain, make us doesn't suffer. So we like decided to cause it out. And um, my previous partner, he is from a like, fine dining background. So this like counter service fast pace doesn't fit well. So he, he tried. He tried really hard. It didn't work out. We're talking about Patrick. Right. Too. Right. right. Yeah. He he tried. And he, he did. He was so passionate about it, and he, I know he, he was did. so excited yeah. Yeah, he's about excited. it. Yeah. He's pretty. He's still excited. About he's got new things going on in his life too. So. Right. 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 So so yeah. So we did. I decided I didn't want this to like going down so bad. So we stopped it before. You saw it coming, right. or you were on the way. You didn't um, let it get there. I 
I kind of see it coming from the first day. Oh wow, that quickly! I so um, I study my business and I study economics as well when in college. Um, trying to fix it, but I I didn't have enough energy because I was I was having a heart issue four months ago, and h mm. a was opening at the same time, so I couldn't come to the market at all. I I, I think before we. Close. I came in maybe le- under uh, less than 10 times. I couldn't. I tried to like point out and see things, and I couldn't fix it because I can't. And it's also got to be hard for you too, because it's not you. You you could see the business ramifications. Obviously, you said from day one, right. and then then the personal and the emotional kicks in because right. you think, well, we have to try to yeah, fix I this. Just, one yeah, maybe. we just think like it's gonna work out. We just need to figure out something. We can. We're gonna be fine. Um, and somehow it it did not. So, but the experience that I learned from, I can see. So, there's a structure of running restaurant that people usually, many people, not many people knows about how how each category is supposed to be. I mean, how much labor cost is supposed to be, how much food cost is supposed to be, how much operation cost percentage is supposed to be from your income, and. One of those categories just go up to the roof. Then, if you can't lower it out, the other. And you weren't close enough, I guess. It sounds like at the beginning to rectify um, we that. Made, we made a lot of money for a small space like that. We mm. made good enough money, but we couldn't control a certain aspect of it. So I, I saw it from the first month. That's okay. This number is wrong. I tried to fix it, and I couldn't. So now you've got Han in there, who's got quite a bit of experience with getting things done fast, you know, fast, right. faster food, I mean, with, cart with, food. With, with Han and BJ, BJ is super smart. Mm-hmm. Nobody, like, not many people know how smart he is. He's just nobody he, does. I mean, not many people know how smart <laughs> he is. He he have experience and he understand the business really really well. Like like when you talk to people, you kind of like like. Ask them some question, and when you listen to that answer, you kind of like see this person know what they're doing. I know what he's doing. Oh, he's got. He's opening. This will be his fourth. B, by the um, way, we're talking about right. B.J. Smith, who's got uh, Smokehouse, Smokehouse Twenty One Tavern and Provision. And that's coming. He's opening a place in Vancouver. Right, no, Provision's good. coming, and then this um, Kim Jong Smokehouse. That's that's going to be his fourth. Cool. We also have something coming as well. So we could, you know, with all your successes, we could do a two-hour podcast or maybe three-hour. <laughs> But I want to ask you also, um, what having a family now has done oh. for you personally, but also from business business standpoint. You're a smart guy. You need. I I I would assume you want to set it up so that you can spend time with your family and not. You got four four interests going on. Right. So. We had a 16 months old boy, and he's super fun to be around. He he's he grows so fast. He hasn't started talking yet, but he he's we he make us joy to be around him. Yeah, so I try to spend as much time as I could. But are you, are you cognizant of that from a business standpoint to be able to do to actually mm-hmm. set? I'm going to spend X amount of time. Um, or are you just catching what you can? I wasn't. I'm I'm not a bad plan. I'm a bad planner, so I don't really plan what exactly I'm gonna be doing. 
with him what time kind of like that i just need to know that i need to get this done for the business i'll get it done and, uh, i try to get it done like right and then i go back home and have with him sleep we, we sleep on the same bed him and i so like at night if he woke up oh, i have to wake up yeah so i'm super close super happy super you're gonna have more kids we are planning to uh, my wife like to have more kids more kid yeah. and you said plural okay yeah she she would love to have a couple more i, I believe Imagine just, the empire in 20 years. It's be <laughs> out there. Uh, yeah, that's because I'm, I'm from a big family. I mean, we have, I have a, not, not super big. I mean, my family is like, we have, I have young older sister, I have younger brothers. My mom family has a lot of like cousins. How many siblings do you have? Oh, a lot. A lot. Like, <laughs> more, more, than, more than 20. You have over 20 I mean, siblings? In Thailand. In, in Thailand. Thailand. Yeah, not, we have a few here. And you and, said not super big. I mean, yes. <laughs> and where do you come in the in the chronologically there? What do you mean? By oh, where are you? Are you at the oldest end, the middle, or the oh, youngest? middle? Yeah, and are, are you close to? Yeah, yeah. Uh, wow, that's a that's a, quite a support system. Right. I mean, my my mom is my mom is still a special person. She's she's she kind of like help everyone. Like her cousin, everyone. She's kind of like we kind of. She, she has time to help other that. people outside of that family. Yes, she's amazing. It's, so right now, she actually been diagnosed with leukemia and another cancer at the same time. So even though she has that problem, she still be able to like wow. worry about us. That's people. incredible. She's special. And that that again, you know, you were talking about where you were at Padi when you were kind of at the bottom. I would imagine that was one of the bottoms of your yeah, yeah, life. Yeah. And, was, and your mom, that's quite an example. Uh, right. What she said. And, uh, wow, does she come over here? She, yeah, she, she stay here. She lived with my sister in St. John. She's been going to uh, OSU for chemotherapy every month. Oh, she's month. here? Yeah, she's here. She's, oh. She has a best doctor taking care of her. Oh, great. Yeah. That's good. Well, we wish her well. Hope she's hope she's doing okay. So um, make note of this court because I don't want to ask. This is gonna this will stream on September twenty eighth. Okay. Where will you have been with um, with Kim John Smokehouse? I'm trying to get you. I just um, so we're hoping to have a pop up this Sunday. I mean Saturday. Sorry, it's this Saturday. And then training staff the week after. Okay, so you will have been open. So um, no, it might be open. 26. Okay. 26. So, but we haven't mentioned Hot Yai, man. Oh, yeah. You right. have everything you do. <laughs> now, how does it feel? Everything you do seems to turn to gold. And are you humble enough to think, man, don't don't get cocky about this because everybody's talking about Hot Yai. I just saw Michael Russell on, on uh, KGW doing the top 10 new restaurants <laughs> and everybody's talking about it. And I, I've been there once, right when you opened. Like, right, you've the been first there the first week. Right. Yeah, thank you. Oh no! Thank you. Uh, it was delicious. Some the pork dish was a little bit too spicy for me. It so. has to be that way. And we can't. We can't. We we wanted to make food the same way you would when you go to Thailand. You right. have that dish. So people and, feel like many people feel bad about that dish, but they, then they taste it like a super. It's super spicy. It's killed the palate and everything. But that's a point of doing that dish too. 
Um, so in southern Thailand, the weather is somewhat similar to, to here. So it's always wet, always like cloudy. People eat spicier to be able to keep them awake hmm. all day. Oh, that's what it is. That's that's why. That's why. That's why they eat spicier than than certain other other regions of, of Thailand. Oh, interesting. I yeah. I like it, but I'm just not there, so it's very it's difficult. It's, it's not for everyone, right? It's, it's, so that's other... and that's what I realize. I don't criticize a place based on too much right. spice, but I will say it's it's it spicy. It is spicy. We we trying to make everything the way it's supposed to be, so we don't want to make it like. According to what you like, right? But I think a lot of I you would know better than I would. A lot of this city now is really geared towards spice. A lot of people say, "Bring it on." From right. what well, I can see, I don't really. I mean, I didn't pay much attention to that part. I just, from what we are doing, we trying to make sure we're doing it right. Like the flavor is right. It's not just good. It has to be right. Mm-hmm. That's that's what we that's what we like going for. So it's hot yai, from what I've heard described as kind of like the best of Longban. And I don't know if that's fair <laughs> to say that because there's so much to Longban. Um, you can't pick out a best of Longban. It's best of Southern, got, Southern Thai menu, I think. When we did a couple of Southern Thai menus, okay. one of their. I mean, we. So Alan was doing a beverage pairing at Longban before we did that. And he's, he's been trying to do something on his own and he has that chicken the first time when we did that menu in the I think the second year of feast mm-hmm. and he loved it so much he just like um, he just like been dreaming about it and then after a couple months after that he asked me if I wanted to like doing fried chicken with him he wanted he, he actually wanted to open a bar before he did, he did this together yeah and he went up like open hajai, so we just have the first thing that we have in uh, on hand is the chicken, <laughs> and I, I kind of like, I kind of. So when I see the project coming, I see like what's we have, what's our strength. It's so the chicken is strange already. What mm-hmm. else would make this into a restaurant? Um. And the service model is sustainable. Too, right, in this, in sustainable because we, we plan for the future for this one because right. we know what's coming, mm-hmm. what's like the label is going to be. We can't really afford hiding so many staff. And it's and it's small, so efficient space. Yes. So you got that. Yeah, we follow, um, actually, we're not, we're not the first one. We follow the good business practice from from like a local Portland restaurant. So we we look at Pocano, we look at Bollywood, we look how they do the thing and like how they success and what the model is, and we kind of trying to understand and adapt it to what we're doing. How do you feel that Portland is kind of carrying the banner for excellent Thai food with you? Andy oh. certainly has has made some incredible uh, inroads uh, uh, inroads to. Thai cuisine in the country and right. starting here in Portland. Are you guys buddies, you and Andy? Um, he actually, well, he was at my old apartment maybe eight years ago. He actually came by to help, like, looking at the first restaurant that I opened. He just came by, stopped, and then walked through and then see what's, like, what can I do, what can I do with the 
like for things that I didn't know. So he advised a lot of stuff back in the day, 2008. And then he get busy, and I got busy. We didn't, we didn't like we lose contract. So you're not really crossing paths. Have you? Been, do you go to Pak Pak or any of his? I, I I did. I did. I think my the last time I went was probably before I opened Hat Jai, maybe in um January. Oh, not long ago. Has he been to your places? Does he? No, I don't. I don't know. Because I, I, the problem is, I don't really there all the time. I don't right. know who's right. And he's not here all the time. He's in right. We've been. We want to get him on the podcast. He's in Thailand quite a bit. So right. So yeah, that's that's part of the reason why I couldn't make it here too because I, I didn't know what my schedule right, and then I, I don't really know what I'm going to be talking. I don't really have I have nothing to say. Oh, I think <laughs> you've got a lot to say, my friend. And we that means we should also. I'd like to have you back. So <laughs> I thought this is. We, I learned a lot about you that, and I don't think. Have you done? You haven't done a lot of interviews that I know. No, no, because part of the reason why I I don't want to s- say a stupid thing to st- <laughs> before. To you should sit in this seat and <laughs> court say seat. no. That's why. That's why uh, Chris brought me on. I get I get to take that over. You're all good. <laughs> right. No, it's uh, you said nothing stupid that I can think of. Nothing yet. Not nothing yet. Nothing that's, that's, we're, that's we got to end like it very in soon. In the back of my mind, my wife told me so. Look at the big picture. Don't don't go into too much detail. When you start. Oh, I speaking. like the detail, man. Yeah, when you start speaking, that's good. And then when you start getting to a detail, you're going what? down. So, so help us out. <laughs> what didn't she want you to cover in this interview? Uh, what was she, she trying she to make sure? She didn't say anything. She's just like, okay, be be aware of what you're talking. Don't go into too much detail. Look at the big picture. All right, so we only got the big picture, Court. We need to have the we need to have the detail interview. Yeah. No, I think, I, no, no, I think, I think you're great. Got, I yeah. really appreciate your coming, man, because... We actually talked about having BJ and uh, and we just had Han here. Yeah. So yeah. we were talking about your new restaurant. I said, I love, right. I've been wanting to have you come on the podcast. Yeah. So you come and talk about it. And thanks so, I, so thanks. We'll look forward to Kim Jong Smokehouse. Smoke yes. And Hot Yai. And, you know, I tell people all the time <laughs> Longbon is tough to get into. Oh, we, never Go get to, to we never get to talk to my place that I like to eat here. Yeah, oh, let's do yeah, it. Right? Okay, yeah. you got them in mind. We we press yeah. you to do it. Yeah. So. That's, that's I think that was part of the topic. <laughs> yes. That, go ahead. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. So I live in uh, I live in Mount Tabor, so Fukami that used to be Hokusei was like one of my mm-hmm. favorite spots. You so, turned me on to Hokusei and I yeah. feel terrible that I haven't been to the new iteration the new one of it. Is actually much better than before. He Really? It was great. I think he, he he improved a lot of things. He learned from the past. He's he's always he has been talented. He's just super humble too. So it's in the same space over on Division, right? No, no. I mean, I'm Belmont. I'm Belmont. Belmont. I'm sorry. Right. Yeah. I'm sorry. Division is just like <laughs> hammered into one's right. head. And that's that's one of the like my routine thing. Besides that, um, so I would go to Ox. That's my favorite spot. Mm-hmm. And now they have Superbike, which is my son's favorite spot. <laughs> Superbike, yes. <laughs> yeah, Superbike. Does, does he have the uh, SpaghettiOs? Is that what he yeah, likes? Yeah, that's that's mm-hmm. what uh, my, my son, like, he's 16 months. And <laughs> he's eating SpaghettiOs <laughs> <and> Superbike, <laughs> man. He, he doesn't use his, his mom food anymore after he, when we turn him to that, he's like... <laughs> Touch his mom food, bite it, and like spit it out. And his mom feel bad. Then at the end of the day, he just called. She just called me like, "Okay, can you get this for him?" I'm like, "Okay." They do take out a super. <laughs> no, bite? no, they don't. I, so I ordered two orders on the plate. 
set it aside. Right. <laughs> you gotta a something else. Maybe. Oh, very nice. Good plan. What else? Um, tas, tas, tas. Oh, yeah, I got go. Yeah, super close to party. They have a really like delicious vegetable. Looks uh, beautiful. I have not been in yet. So is really pretty. Um, and Joshua. Um, Josh is so talented. Josh talented. Sam, actually, who run the kitchen, mm-hmm. is also really, really talented and really kind chef. That's everybody really want to work with him. Good. Yeah. And Nora is also a really talented pastry chef who does the past pastry for them. Formerly Le Pigeon. Exactly. And by the way, Le Pigeon, first thing when I asked Gabriel... Mm-hmm. What he recommended was pot e oh, a long time you. ago, and you huh. returned the favor. <laughs> yeah, no, right. So. Yeah, pigeons. Of course, everybody loves pigeons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I think I go there at least once a month to see what Gabe is thinking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> well, food and and you got to keep up with it. There's a lot to keep up with. One right. more, because um, let's see. Well, the last one is hard because there's so many. Um, oh, hard roasters. No, 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 no. I mean, it's hard to answer. Oh, hard. I mean, that's well, hard so, roasters isn't bad. <laughs> hard is good too. Me. Yeah, has, I mean. <laughs> Lovely 50, 50s. Yes. Also, also, my family's favorite spot. That The pizza there is fantastic. You've got ice cream. And to me, some of the best salads you'll ever have. Right. Sarah does over there. So thank you so much, Earl, yeah, for coming welcome. in. And thanks for guiding us and, and <laughs> reminding us we didn't remember hey, to yeah. ask I have you this that. list. <laughs> <laughs> so we, we, if, when we need an assistant, Earl. Yeah. <laughs> Because he has like he has time in his day exactly. to come help us. So there now we go, go look for uh, the Honda, right? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> well, let's all good, go do it together. Do you right at the Fork is proud to be supported by PortlandFoodAndDrink.com, Portland's original food and drink news and review blog. Brought to you by the legendary Food Dude. Now featuring the huge outdoor dining list you'll need to eat, drink, and enjoy the Portland summer sunshine and fresh air. Check it out today at portlandfoodanddrink.com. Right at the Fork is hosted and produced by Chris Angeles and Court Johnson. Intro music by Ariel Varinas. Find links to her music in the show notes section. Connect with us on Twitter and Instagram at foodpodcastpdx or on Facebook at Right at the Fork or online at rightatthefork.com.